For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? In July, we previewed all of the sports starting or restarting amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. One of those leagues, the National Hockey League, handed the Stanley Cup to the Tampa Bay Lightning last night on NBC. Major League Baseball's wildcard round begins tonight, September 29th, on ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, and TBS. FS1 and MLB Network will have the National League Division Series, with Fox and FS1 carrying the National League Championship Series. TBS has the ALDS and ALCS. Fox will broadcast the World Series. The National Basketball Association's finals gets underway tomorrow, Wednesday, September 30th, on ABC, between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat. Horse Racing's Triple Crown concludes Saturday in Baltimore with the Preakness on NBC. The year's final tennis major, the French Open, is underway in Paris on NBC, NBCSN, and Peacock. Golf approaches its final major of 2020, the Masters, the second weekend of November on CBS. NASCAR, the first major team sport to return, will hit the halfway point of its playoffs this weekend with two top contenders at Talladega on NBC and NBCSN. Each season has been different than any other in each sport's respective history. Does that change our perception of the champions crowned in 2020? Voices from several networks across sports weigh in. MLB on Fox studio host and play-by-play announcer Kevin Burkhart sets the stage with a question about fan perception, and Mike Mulvihill, Fox Sports executive vice president and head of strategy, provides a history lesson on past shortened and interrupted seasons. Some have said that the postseason, well, will it feel like a real champion, right, because it's such a short amount of games. Do you think that that thought, and I don't know how many people even have that thought, but I've heard it, do you think that that thought will affect postseason viewership or, or, or do you think it'll be just like it's always been? I think that's a really fascinating question and I think we have to look to history as a guide. Um, there have been shortened seasons in the past whether it's in baseball or in the NFL those have been shortened seasons as a result mm-hmm. of uh, labor disputes not as a result of a, a health consideration but if you go way back to the 1981 season which was strike interrupted um, Teams qualified for the postseason based on fewer than 60 games, either in the first half of the season or the second half. There was an expanded postseason. And by the time they got to the World Series, which was Yankees-Dodgers, that World Series did a 30 rating. The rating was exactly in line with other World Series the couple years prior and the couple years after. So there didn't seem to be any um, rejection by the fans of the postseason based on it being a shortened season. Really similar scenario with the NFL. If you look at their strike-impacted season of 1982, and I realize that's going back, you know, quite a few years, but they played a nine-game schedule. They got to their playoffs. By the time they got to the Super Bowl, which was Washington and Miami, uh, that's one of the highest-rated Super Bowls of all time. I I think it's a top-three-rated Super Bowl of all time. So there is some history, albeit a few decades ago, um, of fans working their way through a shortened season, having a, a labor impact, and then getting to a normal postseason format 
and really responding in the kind of numbers that you would expect under normal circumstances. A past MLB on Fox promo noted you can't script October, and that's true for all sports this autumn. With what's usually the first major of the year, the Masters bringing up the rear in 2020, CBS golf anchor Jim Nance, lead analyst Nick Faldo, and lead on-course reporter Dottie Pepper expect a competitive month before a tradition really unlike any other commences in November. With Augusta being mid-November, two goes of that. Yeah, you just yeah, in you, you you come back around again. Yeah, and how many players when you get to the West Coast swing are already starting to build, build for that spring run of the players. Yeah. The, yeah. Masters and the PGA in May, and of course, like I said, this season of champions you talk about, but there's mm. really not that chance, maybe mm. for the holiday time around Christmas, but really not a chance where you can just kind of back off and put your clubs away for a long time. I think you're going to see some better fields, Jim, in October as players are trying to peak to get ready to go to Augusta in the first half of November. I think players who took those weeks had that that time of the year where they sort of hit the reset button that's not going to be there this year another mlb on fox promo when the winner of the all-star game decided home field advantage in the world series this time it counts also seems to apply across sports in 2020 the schedules are different and the games are played without fans but CBS and TNT play-by-play announcer Ian Eagle says the intensity of the players in the NBA bubble has been at the highest level. NFL teams have experienced a similar environment in their stadiums as they head into week four. Down in the bubble for the NBA, the thing that stood out most for me was how committed the players were and the professional pride that came into play. And I'm expecting the same thing with football. Once they keep score, once this counts on your permanent record, the competitive juices are flowing. And then from an announcer standpoint, your job is pretty simple. Convey the storylines and convey the drama. As Burkhart mentioned, some have wondered whether this year's league winners will feel like real champions. Although he takes nothing away from the efforts of the competitors, NBC horse racing analyst, National Racing Hall of Famer, and former jockey Jerry Bailey can't help but put an asterisk on this year's Triple Crown race winners. Just because of the fact that the Belmont was not a mile and a half, uh, and it was running a mile and eight, the shorter distance, yes, there has to be an asterisk. Uh, I many could argue that because of the spacing, the races might be tougher because more horses can prepare and jump in and, and, and run against, you know, the winner of the first or the second leg. But in terms of an asterisk, because the Belmont Stakes was not a mile and a half and it was a shorter distance, it has to have it. In a different competitive context, Bailey's NBC colleague, NASCAR Hall of Famer and race analyst Dale Earnhardt Jr. puts an asterisk by the top two contenders for the NASCAR Cup Series championship. Denny Hamlin, who announced he'll join Michael Jordan as a team owner in 2021 with driver Bubba Wallace, has six victories in 2020 in a quest for his first cup title. Meanwhile, former champion Kevin Harvick is a win away from becoming the first driver since Jimmy Johnson to earn 10 checkered flags in a single season. Johnson did it in 2007. Dale Jr. hangs a star on their seasons, whether or not they take the title. It's almost been like this sort of destiny moment this year for them to sort of, you know, either Denny's going to finally win that first or Harvick's going to put himself in some unique company as a multi-time champion 
And I think people have, they've given him a lot of credit for his talent and his ability, but I don't think that we really, really knew just how good he was or could be or how much he could accomplish. And he's, he's doing it now in front of us. So pretty remarkable. And, uh, you know, I think for a driver, you know, they're going to remember years like this. When you win six races in a year or more, you mark, you put an asterisk right there on that year and your decade or two decade long career. That's one of your, that's one of your favorites. And that's what they're experiencing right now. NHL on NBC inside the glass analyst Brian Boucher, who has been in the Toronto and Edmonton bubbles from the beginning of the league's return to play, has no time for asterisks. He says winning a championship during the pandemic should mean more in the history books. From the players' standpoint, I think they deserve a lot of credit for what has taken place. Uh, everybody talks about this asterisk about winning the Stanley Cup this year and I, I just can't understand the logic behind that I mean to me it's an exclamation mark um, fans are so important to the game of hockey and, and the fact that there are no fans in the stands is, is a huge hole, it's a huge void for players, I know that speaking from experience, the energy that I that I uh, gathered from whether you're playing on the road or at home, I mean it's it's such a big part of what playoff hockey is and the fact that we don't have the fans and the fact that the players have managed to create the energy uh, on a nightly basis to me is nothing short of remarkable. These guys, these athletes uh, deserve all the credit in the world for what they have been able to do. The NHL was the first of the four major sports to reach the finish line post-pandemic and the voice of the sport, Mike Doc Emmerich, discusses his respect for all athletes and what they've pulled off in 2020. I'm honored to be able to watch athletes like this that are so committed to a team sport. And I know it's, it's almost heresy to say it at this time of year. They've been paid all the money that they get during the course of the season. That's in their regular season set. They've been paid for that. It's just a small bonus that they're doing all this for. They came from 13 different countries back and entered training camp again for a second time. And they are doing all of this and putting on this marvelous show. I'm so glad they can. I don't know how they do what they do, but I'm so glad they can and that I can share microphones with people that do understand because they played too. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M is in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.